So, 24 hours ago, Encircle released Sonic ZAM, the complete series, on DVD for the first time in about 16 years. And it was released 24 hours after it officially celebrated its 30th anniversary as a series. And many fans, as I talked about in my video, uh, went all out to showcase their love for this, you know, for this show, for its characters. You had Reduced, which was pretty good. You had um, Satam Historian giving us the first half, if you will, of what's going to be a two-hour documentary based on Ben Hurst's original vision for what he wanted for the final season and beyond, or the final, or the third season, I should say, and beyond. And you had other stuff as well. And when word got out that Encircle was going to be releasing this literally around the time of the 30th anniversary, a lot of fans were excited. But some of that excitement was also tempered. And why was it tempered? Because this is Encircle Entertainment we're talking about. Yes, some of the stuff they have brought out, even with Blu-ray releases of them, have been good. They've been actually pretty good. But for some reason... When it comes to certain, you know, shows from the 80s or the 90s that they have a license to, you know, mainly because of the partnership with Wild Brain, who owns the Deke Entertainment Library, it seems that a lot of those shows that get a complete release sometimes are given decent treatment and sometimes are just slapped together for, a, you know, quick cash grab or something. Well, sadly, a lot of that fear... I wouldn't say fear, but a lot of that worriness that fans had about Encircle handling uh, this release, you know, came to be. And a lot of that excitement that some had and were warned to temper about became reality. Because apparently, according to some people, like Sally for, like Sally for All uh, fan, that's their name, Sally for All's fan, uh, they got their copy of the complete series by Encircle yesterday by Amazon and when they went to watch it apparently it wasn't the best I guess you could say presentation they looked at the cover they you know they looked at the slip cover and all that and they just felt like there was not a lot done with the cover the back of it and all that and when they watched I guess you could say the episodes they basically said that the episodes the picture quality overall was pixelated Worse than the original VHS releases that came out, you know, back in the mid-90s. And that's, that's pretty harsh coming from somebody that I think we all know who Sally For All, you know, fan is. I think we all know who that fan is. That's pretty harsh coming from him or anybody. I mean, even Zara Nizarak of the Multimedia Chronicles saw this, and even he's disappointed even he's disappointed, and a lot of other people are disappointed as well. That read Sally Falls' uh, tweet, and, you know, in the tweet, and I guess you could say rant on Twitter and Facebook about it. I mean, in fact, one person I don't know who it was. I think, oh no, I do know who it was. It was it was the Satyam historian. That was the Satyam historian, known as Adventure Master 18 on YouTube, or groovy good old, groovy old Jake, if you will who's working on the Satyam book as well, and it's behind the Ben's Vision document documentary that he's you know, released the first part of on Monday and is going to release the whole thing next week, hopefully. Even he you know, was disappointed to the point that 
he put hashtag discotech for satayam. In other words, he's trying to start a hashtag, which I'm all for, for discotech to get their hands on Sonic Satayam and give it a proper re-release, not just on DVD, but more specifically on Blu-ray as part of their SD to BD lineup. In fact, everybody was hoping Sonic Satayam would be part of the discotech announcements. And so hopefully, so hopefully now, you know, a lot of fans that were hoping for a decent release, qual- decent quality release, you know, will get what they want. Hopefully. But, yeah, this just, this just shows, or this just shows you one thing. It shows you that if you don't, I mean, I'm not saying that the fan base hasn't shown the support for the show. They have. Again, you look at Team Season and what they're doing and the support they're getting, that should be evident. But it shows that the fans need to speak a lot louder. They need to get the attention, straight up get the attention of the people behind the release of Sonic Satayam by Encircle. They need to get, you know, in, they need to get their attention. They need to grab them by the tie or grab them by the, the, the shirt or whatever and say, look, you give this the proper attention it deserves. It is a good show and it deserves to be preserved, you know, in pristine condition or something like that. You know, they need to do that. They need to do that or something like that, you know, to grab, to grab their attention. I mean, how do you think, how do you think the original release by Shell Factory, you know, got made? It got the attention of people at Shell Factory, mostly Brian Ward. And Brian Ward got in contact with um, Allison, uh, the head person in charge of Fans United for Satayam, uh, FUS, and they got, and by having contact with her, you know, and others, you know, they got the ball, you know, they got the ball rolling, you know, by talking with Son- Sonique, because that was her, that's her username on, you know, FUS, by talking to Sonique, you know, they were able to get uh, the ball rolling. And not only were they able to get the ball rolling, but they were able to involve the fan base as well. And I do mean that. They were able to you know, bring in the fans to be part of it, to make something, you know, for the fans, by the fans. And the way they did this is they had them contributing all kinds of fan art to be part of the DVDs or the DVD uh, covers. You know, the outside, you know, the inside, the disc covers, you name it. They, they went all out. They went all out. Even the slipcover had uh, fan art on the back. You know, it had fan art on the back. I mean, yes, the cover itself, which I have a poster version of and a framed version of, yes. You know, that cover was done by Ken Penders. We cannot deny that. But the back of the cover, the back of the slip cover, you know, the, you know, the two mini cases themselves with two discs in each of them, they were all, that was all done by fans. It was all a collaboration by fans. You know, and you have... Fans credited and on the back, you have the fans credited on the back of the slipcover as contributing and making, you know, the artwork and in a way basically making, you know, the DVD, a rea- the DVD, you know, set a reality. You know, you, 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 you know, basically, you know, basically they got credit, they got, you know, acknowledged 
and basically shown, you know, to the world that fans can make a difference. They can make a difference. And we've seen this, you know, before that and even afterwards where fan bases... Uh, sorry about that, but like I said, uh, basically, you know, it shows you the power of any kind of fan base. You know, examples, like I said, came before that and even afterwards when, when a fan base speaks up and says, hey, we want more. We want this released on DVD or we want another season or we want this to be continued in some fashion. Sometimes you will get results. Not all the time. I would say... I would say on average, maybe about 45 to, oh, I'll put it this way, to, uh, I'm not trying to be favorable, but I would say almost about 60, I would almost say about 45 to, but mainly on average, I would say 45 to 50% of the time, 45 to 50%, in my opinion, that you're going to get results. 45 to 50% of the time, in my opinion, you will get results. And and that's pretty much the and that's pretty much true. It's pretty much true that you know, forty five percent to fifty percent, you will get results of getting something done. And again, this is you know this is past you know and this is you know this is past and present. This is past and present, um, if you will. It's past and present, you know. Well, you can find examples of that. You can. I mean, a good example, in my opinion, is Kim Possible. You know, I think Disney pretty much knew that fans were going to want more of it, and they got it. Because, you know, like, hey, if we're going to, you know, put Kim and Ron together at the end of the the drama, and you want to see how that turns out, then why not just go all the way and give them the last, you know, year in high school? Because pretty much that's what the series did. It followed them through high school. But... But again, like I said, it's just, uh, again, these are just good examples. That, oh, that's just a good example. And the way the fans stepped up in 2006, 2007 to make this happen is another good example as well. And that's why you see the fans stepping up even nowadays to do what they got to do. Like with Season, like with Satam Astorian, you know, the people behind Rejuiced. You know, they're stepping up to say, look, this show is still good. You know, it's still a great IP for Sonic to be worked off of. And these are good characters you can bring into the fold. You know, so, you know, again, this, again, this is just an example that if, you know, that fans really need to speak up and not, you know, just trust that, you know, the company is going to, you know, the distributor, I should say, is going to basically... Uh, do the right thing because they're not always going to do the right thing. They're not. They're not always going to do the right thing. You know, they're just going to do it and be like, "Well, it's it's kind of uh, while well, we're hearing that you know it's the 30th anniversary, let's do something." Oh, I know. Let's take the show uh, and put it just on uh, DVD and be done with it. You know, they're not going to care and be like, "You know what? 30 years of Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog Saturday morning show on ABC. We need to really spruce that up." Really, we really need to make that special. You know, they don't think that way. They just think, hey, people see it's Sonic. No, it's the 30th anniversary of the show. You know, they're going to, um, you know, they're going to, you know, go, you know, they're going to buy it anyway. That's the mindset. They're going to buy it anyway. 
But you know what's even crazier, though? When I look at Amazon's price for it, and I'm sure it's the same everywhere else, Amazon's price for it is 15 bucks. You know how much I paid for the original? You know how much I paid? More than that. I paid, I would say, basically about $23, you know, without tax. It was, I think it was like $22.99. No, actually, no, 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 it wasn't. Now I remember, it was actually $27. That's right. It was $26.99, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a lot more than $14, I can tell you that. It was a lot more than $14.99. It was like around $26.99, $27 round, if you round it out. That's how much it was. That's how much it was. So when you see a show like this, even if it's DVD, being released in a complete form, but its price tag is that of a singular DVD uh, film, you know, a singular DVD film, you know, and if, well, basically, let's say a few bucks lower than a Blu-ray release of a film, then you know, then you know that it might be crap. That should be your first indication. It might be crap. You know, I was hoping that it might be a dual. You know, I was hoping it might be a dual dual layer DVD they would use on both, but that wasn't the case. Apparently, that wasn't the case. So this is why I don't think people should rush out and get it. I mean, yeah, I'll probably get it just to add, have it as part of my collection. Don't get me wrong. I'll probably do that. But it doesn't mean I'm going to straight up watch it. You know, it's just going to be there just in case I need an extra copy or something. And, at the, and as well as I could say, hey, I got two different releases of the show. And basically the f original release I got is pretty much proving to be the more superior release. And if you want my honest opinion... I think that's what Paramount Plus and YouTube got, you know, their, you know, got the episodes to put on their, on their uh, service and their channels. I think they honestly did. I mean, I mean, here's what gets me. Here's what gets me. And, and I'm sure a lot of you know this. But you have Wild Brain, you know, in one of the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, YouTube channels that has Sonic the Hedgehog Satayam. Adventures and Underground, all their episodes being released and up, being upgraded and released in 1080p on the YouTube channel. And you can see, you can definitely see and tell that Paramount Plus has done the same thing, that they've up converted, you know, a lot of the files to 1080p, or a lot of the episodes to 1080p. They've up converted it in a way to make that happen. And yet you, and yet you're telling me that while Brain can't take the time and effort to do the same for the DVD release, I think that's why people are a little upset. I think that's why they're upset that, you know, Wild Brain does this, but they can't do the same for the DVD release. It's like, just because it has Sonic's name on it doesn't mean, you, doesn't mean people are going to automatically buy it. Do you think people are going to go out and buy Sonic Superstars? On PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Nintendo Switch and Steam, you know, you know, when it comes out, if it's not out already, you think they're going to do that? Because they have Sonic's name on it? No. They're going to wait to see what others have to say. And then they'll consider, you know, either getting it, you know, at its full price, getting it at a reduced price, or not getting it at all. And they'll even decide whether they want to get the physical version or the digital. 
It's the same here. People might go out and get it just to say, hey, we got a different version of, a different release version of the series by a different distributor, but it doesn't mean, you know, they're going to, but it doesn't, you know, mean they're going to watch it right away or they're in a hurry to get it. The, the point, the point that I'm getting at is if they could, is if, the point I'm getting at is that fans knew something like this was going to happen. And I think the moment they knew this was going to happen is when they should have spoke up. I think that's when they should have done it. They should have known that, they should have, to me, they should have gotten in contact with Ed Sokol and Wildbrain and said, hey, look, you're going to release this. Please give it proper treatment. Don't just Like I said, though, sorry again for the interruption, you know, the moment they announced they were going to do that, I think that's when the fans should have just stepped up to the plate and said, look, you're going to do this. You need to do it with, you know, you need to give it the proper care it deserves. You need to basically, you know, treat it with respect. It is a very good show. You know, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do and everything. And that didn't happen. And I think also the moment that happened, I think they should have been really rallying, if you will, uh, rallying to uh, get uh, discotech to um, you know to you know gain the rights, at least for the blue for a Blu-ray release, in my opinion. But they haven't done that either. So that's why I'm kind of glad that Satham Historian put that hashtag there because now. Everybody needs to do that. I'll probably put it in my description here, but we need to make this happen. We need to get discotech, we need to get Wild Brain's attention. We need to. Because again, if you know Wild Brain is willing to go out of the way on the YouTube channel, and again you could see the same you could see the same result on Paramount Plus to put out uh, upgrade up converted upgraded 1080p versions of the of the series, of the episodes of the series then what's, what prevented them from doing the same here? It didn't make sense. I mean, you even have somebody, you know, here on YouTube that does, uh, I, and I don't know if people agree with this, does AI upconversions of a lot of shows, classic 80s and 90s shows, you know, to, you know, straight up 4K. That's what they do. I think they're called Project AI 4K or something like that. But they basically upconvert all the episodes to 4K. Either they do a full, a full widescreen, you know, full 16 by 9, fill the whole screen up kind of deal, 4K, you know, um, I, I guess you could say restoration or upconversion or whatever. Or if they do a four by, or if they decide to just do a four by three, you know, four K up conversion, whatever the case is, they have shown that they they will go out of the way to do this, to basically convert these things to modern day picture format standards. So again, it makes people wonder, like what what was you know? So it makes makes me wonder, and I'm sure it makes other people wonder, you know, what the hate in circle, you know, if somebody can do this on their own, you know, with whatever software they used, you know, to take Sonic Satiam and put it up to 4, 4K, 2160p, you know, widescreen, you know, um, you know, 16 by 9 widescreen, or even 
2160p 4K 4x3, you know, along with other shows, why can't you? Like, why can't you put that same effort into what you do with the upconversion to 1080p of the episodes on your own YouTube channel? So it's like, what, what's the deal? Why can't you put that effort here? And again, I think it's mainly because their mindset, corporate-wise, is, hey, it's Sonic, they'll buy it, that's it. Yeah, we'll buy it, but we'll buy it in a way that's going to send a message of like, hey, we'll buy this, we'll add it to our collection, but we want better. You know, you want us to continue supporting you and Circle and everything you do, do better. Because if they can release Sonic Boom on Blu-ray and DVD, and yes, that is a more up-to-date modern, you know, Sonic cartoon, but if they could do that, then they should be able to do the same with the rest of the shows. Or the rest of the Sonic properties they own, Underground included. And I can only imagine what Underground's going to be like, because that's more than just 26 episodes. That's like 40 episodes. So uh, I can only imagine. But yeah. But yeah, obviously this was to be expected. This is why people kind of told others to temper, temperament their excitement, you know, because of the fact that they knew and Sokol might pull something like this, and they did. So message has to be sent, and a message has to be sent and, and made clear to and circle and mostly the discotheque and mostly the wild brain you know, to fix this. This needs to be fixed. Because again, if wild brain and dick, uh, wild brain can go out of the way and do 1080p restorations of the episodes of the entire series for the YouTube channel, and it's the same kind of restoration you see on, um, you know, on, you know, on Paramount Plus, you know, why can't they do the same? Why couldn't they do the same for the DVD? And if somebody outside of the, that realm could do up-converted 4K, 2160p, 16 by 9 or 4 by 3 you know, versions of the episodes, then why can't, why can't they? Why can't they do that here? That's the message people need to you know, send. They need to. So hopefully they will, and hopefully the next time we hear about Satam getting a physical release, it'll be a Blu-ray release, either by End Circle, which, is, which will make it more appropriate and better and treat it with more respect, or by Discotech. But only time will tell. But yeah, hashtag Discotech for Satam. We need to get that trending. Credit to Satam Historian for starting that. And guys, give me your thoughts. What are your thoughts about this? Then what are your thoughts on, you know, the fact that they took their time and effort to upconvert their episodes for their YouTube channel to 1080p, you know, and basically be those, and basically be the episodes you would see on Paramount Plus? What are your thoughts on that? The fact that they didn't put that care and everything into the DVD? What are your thoughts on even somebody from the outside, like Project AI 4K, doing what they've done, you know, either with 4K, you know, versions in 4x3 or 4K versions 16x9? What are your thoughts? Let me know down below. Comment if you like. Live chat during the premiere. You will get a podcast version of this at BW Roses Discussions. And until next time, guys, I will talk to you all later. And I am out.